0: Welcome to SlayerFest98. I'm your host, Ian Carlos Crawford, and joining me to talk about the Eternals, I have Senior Gaming Editor at Input Mag, Ryan Houlihan. She's a blogger and PhD student and sometimes does social for SlayerFest98. Ashley K. Smalls. And he is from Alistair Reviews It on YouTube. Alistair Patton. Hello, everyone. Hello. Um, so, okay. At the top of this, uh, Ryan, you go first. What were your how how did you what did you feel about the Eternals after you saw it?
1: Okay, here's a two part review, and they're <laughs> diametrically opposed points. Okay, so number one, everyone is so dramatic. All of the reviews that were like, "This is the worst thing ever. I hate I hated seeing this. The Eternals is a flop." Blah 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 blah. No, I'm sorry, that's not <laughs> true. It was a fun movie. Um, it's not as bad as Thor 2. It's certainly not as bad as Iron Man 3, which are also fine movies. It, it was it was fine. I, I had a nice time. My husband, who knows nothing about Marvel, had a very nice time. It was a great way to eat pretzel bites. Part two of this review is it bit off way more than it can chew and was mildly offensive to me um, from both the sensibility standpoint and just like the topics that it wanted to bring in and get kudos for mentioning but actually didn't delve into it all and on the flip side of that while it didn't engage with any of its larger themes i don't think it engaged with any of its characters on a personal level very much either um so i would say i had a nice time it was a lot of fun if you don't take it too seriously <laughs> all right
0: uh ashley what did you think after you saw it
2: Wow, Ryan said my feelings, like, verbatim. Just everybody act <laughs> like I said it, okay? I, I take full credit for his comments. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did steal it from you. <laughs> um, but no, that was, like, legit my main thing. Because, like, you know, the critics, and I follow so many of them. Um, yeah. So I was just fully prepared for, like this is either really awful in a sense of like, I couldn't believe it would be cinema, like the cinematography was awful because given who's directing it. So I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. is this going to be a boring film? Cause it's almost three hours. I don't know. Like, you know, like I could sit through boring for maybe close to two hours, but two and a half is kind of pushing it. It wasn't even boring. And it definitely is was not worse than Thor The Dark World. I am so sorry. That is still sitting <laughs> at last for my spot of, of MCU films. Um, but it's like, it's not in my top 10 either. It's not like, I'm not going to be over dramatic like this from this film was phenomenal but like it was not the worst thing to ever it does not deserve to have the worst rating out of all the MCU films. I'm going to definitely say that um but it's just also not like the super different uh you know beautiful. I mean it's definitely visually beautiful but like it definitely was trying to come to this place of like because we're doing something different than other MCU films. We're going to just be this like, the first Oscar, well, not the first, but, you know, in terms of, like, an actual film, Oscar-winning right, yeah. MCU film, and it still was very much far from that. But they definitely, like Brian was saying, they were just so goddamn dramatic. I was so prepared for something that was going to make me want to leave an hour in, and it was s- so far from that. They were just doing the most. <laughs> Alistair?
3: So again, I agree with you guys. I thought the the reviews that were pouring in were they were pretty pretty bad, and I was like, "There's no way it's this bad," and it wasn't. Um, it, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, my husband Zach, he really loved the movie too. I think again, they bit off more than they could chew. Uh, there's too many characters where you you didn't have the time for character development, even with a three-hour uh, movie timeline and uh but i enjoyed overall like i was ent- entertained it was three hours but i would i still i didn't feel like getting up and leaving during the three hours i, w- I enjoyed what i was watching i just wish i could have had more i guess um for them to actually give me more for so that i can actually get invested into the characters and uh, so far i'm not i'm not very invested so i think
0: god i so i text alistair because zach and i co-host uh The Hard Podcast, My Bloody Judy together. And I was like, if I don't like this movie, Zach is going to hate it. I was incorrect. Zach loved it. Um, Or, well, liked it. I am going to be the bad guy here. I think this movie was so fucking boring. I wanted to, I genuinely was like, can I take a nap? Like, I thought it was the most boring MCU movie I've ever watched. Have you seen
1: her movies before, though? Like, have you seen Chao's previous work? Uh, Can you name one? Because I don't know that I could. Um, Like Nomadland? No, I have not. I went in expecting to be like, why is this a superhero movie? This is so boring. And because my expectations were that it was going to be incredibly boring. Every time superhero stuff happened, I was like, I'm having a lot of fun at the
0: movies. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I mean, I agree with what everyone said about, like, it was just, it's so weird that for a three hour movie, we still didn't have enough time. And it really felt like we didn't have enough time for these characters. I would have cut this cast in half. Um, So, of course, there's going to be a lot of spoilers here for everyone listening, but I think you're all used to that by now. Like, at the very end, when, um, I think it's Angelina Jolie, Druig, and I forget who else are, like, searching and they encounter Harry Styles, but they explicitly say there are a lot more of us out there. I was like, then why couldn't they have cut this cast in half if we're saying there are more of us? Then, like, okay, give us four Eternals or five for this movie. Save the rest for later. Um... Because yeah, I felt like it was just so crowded and even the action scenes to me just, they felt a little, um, so I remember in age of Ultron, a movie that like, wasn't my fave, but like, I didn't hate it. I just, it isn't my fave. Um, that opening action scene felt so like easy. And that's how I felt with a lot of these action scenes and the flashbacks. It was like, everything just felt easy. Mm. Um, And I say this full offense, but also love and light. This felt like a DC movie, not like a Marvel movie. Um, because, oh boy, Cersei and Icarus took themselves so seriously yeah. and they were so boring. Okay, oh my
2: God, thank you. Okay, I was just gonna say, <laughs> um, just Cersei, as I know technically it's supposed to be an ensemble, but like Cersei's technically the main character. Like she's, yeah. she's a very boring main character. And I'm just so happy because I understand. And this is no shade to Gimma Chan because, first of all, she's yeah. also in Captain Marvel and her character in that, though it's she's an antagonist, is fucking awesome. This yeah. character was very boring. She looks like she wants to cry every three seconds, and we everything also, is said in the same tone. Okay, and it's just <laughs> like you know, even in terms of her love for humanity, we really don't get to see that. Like we see these mm-hmm. flashback mm-hmm. scenes where she's helping out people in fucking five hundred A.D. whatever the hell it is, and <laughs> you know that's about the most we get with her with humanity. But beyond that, we get the five minutes of her in her classroom. So it's like I say that to say. You know, and, and and this is really on par with what everyone's saying about like it's weird we didn't have enough time. Like I both didn't feel like there was enough in terms of her relationship with Icarus specifically. Like I don't feel yeah. like they were in love. Like I was told they were in love, so I went with it, but I didn't feel it. And even with her love her for humanity, I didn't feel that. But I, I was told she just has this amazing love for this earth. So I'm like, all right, we'll save us, sis. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, I, but I didn't feel that. And I hate a movie that has to tell me what's going on because that means something's wrong if I can't pick up on it myself by watching these events unfold.
1: It felt like you went to Epcot with a bunch of friends who do not like Disney World and you walked <laughs> from si- from like world to world, like from country to country and didn't ride any rides. <laughs> and I was – by the end of it, I was like, what was the point of shooting on location if we weren't going to touch anything there? Or like there was no – like sp- uh, there was just no engaging with the worlds that they built. However – I liked the action sequences, you know, like I think that there was some funny, I I mean, they gave them, I mean, it was the normal Marvel, like quippy style of humor, but there were some like funny parts. And I definitely think some characters had more richness than others. And that really came down to actors doing the work rather than the director or the writer doing the work. But, I, I, to me, it just felt like a lot of a waste, and and I think the reason that it, it felt like a such a waste, and it got so highlighted in my mind that this was wasteful from a storytelling perspective, is that they seem to have stacked all the diversity stuff that they get criticized for into one movie, one all movie, the, or even not just diversity, just like things that they get criticized for, like no, no, there's never a sex scene. They were like, fine, we'll give you a sex scene. Fine, we'll give you a gay person. Fine, the gay person will will have a gay kiss, so nobody can get mad. And they have a kid, and they're and and. and the gay person is heavy and black. And and it right. just kept like felt like and they were like a woman of color will direct it and a woman of color will start it. And they just kept going and going and going. And because they packed all that in, they didn't do justice to any of it, yeah. which in some ways is worse because then it gets bad reviews and everyone's like, well, we're never doing that again. I, I
0: did feel when I left, I was like, God fucking damn it. I wanted to love the movie that these stupid incels hated just mm-hmm. for being diverse. Like, mm-hmm. I'm mad that I don't, like, I wanted it to be one of my favorites because of that. Like, I don't want to, like, be like, "Yeah, I didn't love it when, like, people are, like, review bombing it just for being diverse like that. I don't want to not like that. You know what I mean? Like, I want to root for that movie. And, like, I still am, but I just...
1: Yeah. Was I don't... this worth giving Kumail Nanjiani body dysphoria? <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't <laughs> even shirtless what? yes which was very weird his
2: new <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, his, and his character also doesn't depend on strength so it was just really really weird because it was like i mean don't get me wrong i guess maybe he just wanted to you know look the part of what he right. felt a superhero was supposed to look like but it's like you know, you could have been as skinny as me and still be able to blast stuff. You know, you, you got yeah. the powers. You just. <laughs> he's just as handsome as he was
1: before. It's just now, I guess. I mean, allegedly, this is all off the record and alleged. Now he's got a lifetime of shooting testosterone in his <laughs> ass. Like. <God>. Ryan. <laughs> I don't know that that was worth it for this movie.
0: But I. It's weird. I was so. A thing that... uh, So I asked Ashley before we recorded, because I know, Ashley, you're a pretty big nerd like I am. Mm. Uh, And I know you are too, Ryan. The Eternals, I have, like, I reread... Well, Skim reread the Neil Gaiman trade this afternoon. Um, And one of my biggest issues was when I started reading The Avengers... uh, Like, I read X-Men first, and it was a while before I branched out. Um, And when I first read The Avengers, Cersei and... Uh, Jon Snow's character, Dane Whitman, were, like, main Avengers. And Cersei. like, they always have a... I always have a soft spot for the two of them, be, just because, like, they were part of, like... It was, like, when the Avengers, you know, and Justice all of the, like, big teams have done, like, a kind of B-list team at one point, and I feel like that was big in the 90s. Like, it was, mm-hmm. like, Captain America, Black Widow, and then a bunch of B-listers, and that's what the team was. And I loved it, and Cersei was a like Emma Frost, Cordelia Chase type, super powerful badass. And for me, that 100% very easily would fit into the MCU, having your star be a woman like that.
1: There's a huge hole in the MCU for a woman like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We have 90 versions of a man version of that and no woman who is ever allowed to like, you know, be a little narcissistic and-
0: (laughs) Unless she's a villain and dies.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: So I I kept thinking about that. So it was like- Oh, this is gonna be cool because, like you said, Ashley, I did think she was good in Captain Marvel as like, you know, a bad guy who didn't get much time, but she was still like cool. Mm-hmm. I was expecting like, yeah, she's definitely gonna kill this. Like, they're gonna make her be so sassy, and instead they turn her into like this like meat character yeah. who, like you said, like looks like she's gonna cry. And her and Icarus had no chemistry. All, that's and I what just, I just,
2: we get a freaking oh, sex gosh. scene between two characters who, who I mean, right? I, I don't I'm like. I'm pretty sure y'all had them have sex because otherwise I wouldn't be convinced they touch each other. So I mean,
3: (laughs) (laughs) they had no chemistry at all. I actually I think Gilgamesh and Thena had so much more chemistry. I was so much more into like their kind of relationship dynamic, and I had just finished watching Girl Interrupted again, and then I was watching this, (laughs) and then she was all being crazy, and it was. I don't know. I I really liked Theena and Gilgamesh.
1: I I wish we had gotten to see them be either romantic or sensual at all. And rather than like this caretaker relationship, because it read uh, in the text was very like, I'm taking care of you as a big brother, but it read so romantic and sexual on the screen. And maybe that's just down to like, you know, I mean, you have Angelina Jolie and and, and Don Lee. I mean, they're, they're both very uh, uh, charismatic actors, let's say.
2: Right. I mean I, even I was just gonna say that all aside couples felt more couple than the main character than the main than the main one we're supposed to be focusing on. Cause even McCarty and Druig, with their, you know, little shoulder touches and looking over at each other, um, I got more chemistry from those what three moments maybe tops yeah, than three, all yeah. of the, the <laughs> 20 minutes of them trying to force us to believe that this you know, that there's something really dynamic between Icarus and, um, and Cersei. I just did not at all. Um, and there's another thing about my card, but we'll get into that later. (laughs)
1: Kingo and the valet had better chemistry. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I like, love them. <laughs> kiss,
1: kiss. <laughs> yeah. I really would have loved
0: if it was like, oh, Kingo isn't aging, but like this like kinda older guy is like the love of his life, but like he doesn't age. So yeah, that makes sense that like this guy does age because he's human. That um, would have been great, actually. Right. <laughs> I I they were also I really don't understand why Kingo wasn't there for the final battle. Yeah uh like I was like oh he's gonna come in and then he didn't um and I was like hmm I wonder and then like I just started Big Mouth season one and in the first episode Kumail Nanjiani plays like a cartoon version of himself that's like all super jacked and he has like a very silly I'm not sure if it's supposed to be like in uh, like Instagram or YouTube like videos that he does about like being a man and they're like very silly and I was like hmm did he just like want to do this instead for the final battle? <laughs> <laughs> Is he like I want to go voice like the, like this like ridiculous character who talks about cum a lot on Big Mouth rather than be in the final battle? Um, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I I also have like a it's gonna be an annoying like Twitter type hot take. I felt like everyone felt queer in the movie, and I'm not normally someone who's like oh, like, I do, like, a queer reading of the characters, I'm like, well, they said they're straight, they're straight. Because, like, like you said, Makari and Druid, who, won. I will say, yeah, Richard Maddentop, a guy that played Druid, Mm -hmm. like, when he was in that leather jacket, whew, did it for me. Mm -hmm. But, like, of course, I like the angsty guy with, like, the bangs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, like, the two of them, and, like, even uh Thina and you're not gonna gilgamesh. convince
1: me that Ajax is not a lesbian you're not gonna convince me that sprite <laughs> isn't non-binary you're just not right. gonna do it <laughs> i i felt like
0: and i guess maybe it was because like like you said there's like a shoulder touch or like thena and gilgamesh it like you said ryan it was like their dynamic but like they didn't kiss so i was like it just feels like a caretaker or like Two queer people that like love each other but aren't attracted to each other is like the vibe Magician-y. I got. Yes, is the vibe I got from like all of the characters. I I just kept being like, is everyone gay? Because they all read as like queer chosen family friends or something like that's what the love felt like to me. Well, they're um,
3: also seven thousand years old, and I feel like after right? seven thousand years, you know, you might. You might suck you know, a dick,
0: like. <laughs> yeah,
3: you, I mean, you might change yourself. You might decide, hey, I want to live my life, you know, as a different gender for, you know, a couple hundred years too, and, and then just switch back. You know, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I just
2: don't feel like they came to Earth um, to be under the same heteronormative uh, policies <laughs> that we've inflicted on uh, ourselves. Uh, so I so, but I just, I just don't think they you know, the, the the rest of the world was doing what it does with this bigotry and they were like, yeah, well, let us know if they're y'all like, see any yeah. monsters come out of the ground. Because <laughs> You know, you know and, and in a way, even though it's in reference to technology, I mean, they do reference how far back and how long humanity takes with things. Um, And I don't see, you know, they, they do see themselves as above us, both literally and, and metaphorically in a sense of, you know, our mindset as well. And that's why we're given a plow, um, you know, thousands of years before we can ever even touch anything that can be (laughs) (laughs) empowered.
1: But but at the same time, it feels like, these people have not been alive for 7,000 years because they don't know anything. <laughs> and like, <laughs> they're like fighting over stuff that they should have maybe discussed at some point during 7,000 years or like even moral concepts that you think that they would have some kind of shorthand for discussing or, you know, thousands of years of common experiences of like, listen, bitch, remember that time? And, you know, like they ne- <laughs> never came up. It just didn't It didn't feel lived in. It felt like 7,000 years of like, you know, I'm going to do my day-to-day routine, got to go to the market, like not thinking too much. And I just don't believe that. A lot of these characters felt like they would have picked up practical skills, you know? And so they, only Kinko seemed like he they, accumulated something, and that was just wealth. <laughs> they all look exactly
3: the same throughout history. Like, I would have ex- expected different hairstyles, yeah. I would have expected, like, uh, different, like, ways of, like, holding themselves. Like, the, it just looks like they came out of the 21st century, you know, 7,000 years ago. And they're talking about genocide
1: before, like, the word was invented. <laughs> like, it, back then it was just going to the new world and being awful. Like, there wasn't a word, there wasn't a concept for wiping out an entire culture. People just didn't know what that was. And they did, which is fine because they're aliens, but then they went on to tell us that they had no memories before they came here. So what would be their point of reference for a genocide? It just felt not thought through, but again... It doesn't mean uh, to me, it doesn't mean the movie's horrible. It just means maybe don't maybe don't have your one gay character take responsibility for Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Mm. <laughs> yes, I didn't love that. I mean, at least we saw that he was upset, but like, ugh. <laughs> it just it felt like if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about this, give it the time and the respect that it deserves, especially for these characters that clearly have different cultural historical racial disability sexual identities backgrounds experiences you would think that i don't know that the discussions would be more nuanced or in depth and it made me if again it felt like a waste and and that's probably the worst feeling coming out of a movie is that they wasted all the resources they had on it right like i don't but at the same time again i i had fun while watching it it was just post thinking about it that i was like "Mm, this doesn't really hold together
0: yeah, so, okay, so I figure what we'll do is we'll break down, because there's just so much to talk about, let's break down, like, we'll do, like, characters slash trios. Uh, we'll do Circe and Icarus first, because they were the most boring, but, like, clearly two very hot people Uh, that I just think, like you said, Ashley, they, they needed to show us a sex scene to be like, oh, they do touch each other. Like,
1: Ugh. it just... It looked like know. someone mashing action figures together, mm-hmm. or like when you're a teenager and you kiss and then you like you like you like grind on each other and then you're like oh and then you go away. Like that <laughs> was the sexuality level. And again, after seven thousand years, catch me doing fucking backflips during sex, <laughs> like.
2: Especially if I'm fucking somebody who can fly. Um hundred percent. Right. Oh, <laughs> well, they should
3: have done that. What are that's we? Such a for? missed opportunity.
2: <laughs> like, please, but you know, I just. It it, it 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 was and this is you know i guess it goes also back to like that whole wasting but then it also is like the unnecessariness of certain stuff it's like you're gonna give me the first sex scene and it's gonna be between two characters who have no chemistry um you know it's like at this point just tell me that they like each other and move on to something that would be more i don't know right. useful more more something because <laughs> this is just a waste of my time um and then it's also like you have two Game of Thrones characters in this thing. I've seen both of their butts. It's like, (laughs) yeah. And now you have to like, you can only show me, you know, Madden's pecs. It's like at this, it's just, it's just such a waste. It's like, show me any, I definitely, I, at very least, if not move on to something else, it's like that moment could have been used to drive in the romance in a much better way. To be honest, the love, the sex scene seemed lazy to get them through as a couple. Um, because it wasn't coming through any other way. The whole him staring at her while she like gets her hair done and she works with humans. I'm not getting a, he's in love with her vibe. I'm getting a stalker vibe. He doesn't trust her or something. And you know, you let her go for more than two seconds, you know, I'm not getting it. I'm just not doing it. Like even in the end scene where, you know, we're supposed to get this sense of like, he's not going to kill her cause he's in love with her type of thing. So he lets her do to you know, save the, save right. the world. If it wasn't, you know, you can tell, and I I know they picked up on the lack of romance because you can tell from his eyes where he's battling with himself that they're trying to drive home the point. Because if you're not telling me, Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling anything. And I I hate to bring up my favorite MCU film, but it's like in Winter Soldier, when Bucky's beating the shit out of Steve. (laughs) I knew you were going to do that. And (laughs) even though he doesn't have any collection of who Steve is, something snaps in him when he's beating the brakes off of him and realizes... That, you know, this is my, depending on what side you are, lover, friend, whatever. But whatever's going on, we don't need a flashback scene to them from the first movie to remember yeah. that they have a relationship. You see it. Mm-hmm. It clicks. You feel that chemistry. And, like, he can't bring himself to kill his best friend. And so it's like, I didn't feel that in this scene. And that's what's supposed to be the purpose. But these are supposed to be two people who are immensely in love with each other. And it's like. Like, spanning billion, like a like, so many years. Okay. And, like. Like Steve spends how many years with the Avengers? And the minute he finds out that Bucky is alive, he's like, Oh, I will kill each and every one of you for him. Um, I don't give a shit about our friendship. Uh Tony, you thought we were best he was friends. Like, I
1: never got fucked like that. I, I, I will
2: fucking I, die for that you deck. This shit, bet. I don't give a shit. You all can go down. I don't give a fuck. Like, did you not see them jump iron me? Man- Hello? Like he made it so clear without even having to say a thing. It was very clear. Like, I will kill everyone in this bitch and me and Bucky will get a drink. Get out of my way. Okay. <laughs> so it's like you can't it's just that chemistry did not exist in this film when it came down to those two characters. And it was they were absolutely boring, very two pretty people. And yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't know how you don't have the sexual chemistry, but it just it certainly just was not there. Yeah. Alistair,
0: what's I gotta I know that Ashley was speaking your language with the Bucky and Cap talk. I got to know what you felt about their relationship.
3: Yes. I'm a huge Stucky fan. And I, I I, I think that, A lot of that is on, I mean, some of it is a script. Some of it is the directing and some of it's on the actors. And I think at the end of the day, the actors really didn't have that chemistry. And I I can see how they're like framing the screen with him coming up behind her and holding, grabbing her hand. You know, they're not even filming their faces as they're doing this. They're trying to like make everything, you know, the sun is setting. They're trying to create like an ambiance for them to be together. And And that just tells me that it was probably pretty hard on set. Um, for for them to get chemistry out of those two actors. And sometimes actors don't have chemistry. Um, mm. And I'm, I, I'm wondering who's at fault for that, if, if it's the casting or if it's anything else um, that was going on. And sometimes you have actors that just hate each other and they have like the best kind of chemistry. and everybody, That's true. You know, like it, 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 it's, it's weird. It's like, how, how do you fit your people together? Um, but singularly, I mean, they were still boring, uh, Cersei. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Like you were like, but alone, still boring.
3: (laughs) Cersei was very likable. I really wanted to like Cersei the entire time. Um, but she kept on stepping back and I wanted her to step forward.
0: Yes. Um,
3: and Icarus, um, I liked his stony demeanor except for when it came to romance and he did give me kind of, um, I don't know, uh, like evil Superman vibes. And I liked um, kind of when he went um, ape shit on everyone at the end, and everybody's like doing battle with him. Um, I, I I really like that. Um, that's basically what I had to say about them.
0: I I will say I was waiting for one of you because I know and Ryan, you also watched Invincible, right? Yes. So I, I like Ashley and Alistair. I know you two did too. I kept getting Omni Man vibes from him like immediately, mm. and I kept thinking like am I just projecting because I really love Invincible or because, like, Icarus in the comics, that is not his story. He is, like, the hero of the Eternals. Um, But, yeah, like, when he kept staring at her, uh, it really just felt like stalker vibes, not like, oh, I love you vibes. Um, So I kept, even when they're, like, in the house and, like, planning stuff, and, like, he just is, like, scrunching his jaw, his beautiful jawline. Um, (laughs) exerciser. God, (laughs) I was like, I never realized how hot that man was because I like, in my mind, it's just like, oh, he looks like generic, attractive, celebrity, white guy, number five. Um, But, oh boy, that jawline is great. Um, But I kept thinking he reminded me of Omni-Man because he didn't seem so, it seemed like he was just doing what Cersei wanted. And then in the end, that was the case. But I was like, they did trick me where I was like, oh no, I'm definitely
1: wrong. And then I was like, oh, now they're fighting him. They also I, did a lot, like, in the writing to be, like, h- him being, like, I'm not Superman. I'm not this. I'm not, like, right. people projecting. And it was very, like, Homelander from the boys. Like, very, like, in his rejection of it, like, his bristling sort of at the, um, at those projections on him. It I felt like it tipped the hand a little bit that, that he was going to be way more
2: fucked up than we were imagining at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, uh-huh. I, like, originally thought he might. Like, I knew something was up because of the trailer. And I was, like, either they gave... Um, Selma Hayek's lines all for the trailer, or something is missing because in the trailer she literally tells him we have seven days, but we hadn't seen that when we find out her character has has died. So I was like, something's up. But originally I thought, mm. is he really maybe a coward? Like, did a deviant come out of nowhere and like he, they were supposed to fight it? And he couldn't kill it, and it killed um, Selma's um, character. But it ended up being that he was completely—I uh, don't want to say completely evil, like evil in a sense of like, hey, don't kill my planet, but like in the sense of I, I I love characters like that where it's like he's been told what to do and he thinks that what he's been told to do is right. It's not as simple as like, right? You know, I want to do well, bad things.
3: It's it's like in seven thousand years he still hasn't developed a personality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And instead, just is still taking rules. Um, you know, you've been on that world for seven thousand years and you've had the same haircut the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. <laughs>
0: Listen, as someone who still dresses like the Hot Topic teen
1: they were, I will say I relate to that. (laughs) I only changed
0: my hair because of a pandemic.
1: Uh, 7,000 years from now, catch Ian at the mall, re-engaging his ear even larger.
2: (laughs) I mean, but you know, you do bring an interesting point that as they're going from, you know, place to place and everyone has, you know, uh, Cersei's become a professor and, um, you know, uh, Fastos has started his family and Kingo has become a movie star who just changes his hair every basically like 50 years to be, to keep doing the role. Everyone's done this thing to fall in love with some form of humanity. And then there's, right. you know, Icarus sitting in his house just waiting for the go ahead to blow the planet up. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, you are, you know, and I guess, I think that might even have to do with why um, I wasn't able to fall for the romance factor. Cause we really didn't get a different side of him in the relationship aspect that we were supposed to yeah. to make us convinced that you know he would i, I truly did like I truly was like he's going to kill still kill this woman cuz I'm like all she's done is let you fuck once I don't know just like you know it's it's it's, it's just like they
0: touched one time I mean, and that's it you know, I mean
2: they're going to wipe your memories when this is all over you might get a second chance cuz I'm like there's nothing <laughs> from this relationship aspect that made me feel like he would want to hold on to it nothing was given yeah. so I was just very much confused um But yeah, also
1: couldn't couldn't they have said, like, we never make it work like I wipe wipe your mind and every time we go through this or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, wow, I buy that. There isn't any chemistry there. And he's trying to force this relationship and he keeps resetting her mind. That is really the abuse cycle that they're in. Mm -hmm. And it is definitely exploitative. And it would explain a lot of the lack of chemistry. and It would explain a lot of the like strange behavior and his stagnation. But they didn't do that. And they didn't explore that. So again, it's like, why bring this stuff up if you're not going to go into it?
2: It is. And it's so, like, sorry, I just I just they just sparked. It's like, he didn't even, from the sense of want to hold on to the planet so he could remember her. Or, yeah, you know, like, right. that wasn't even enough to bring out this emotion of conflict where he wants to go ahead with the plan, but then he realizes he'll forget her. Like, none of that. None of it at all. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah,
0: that two things i wanted to mention on that topic one i can't believe they fuck in the sand because i would
1: not be fucking in the sand also she has the power to turn anything into anything and you're just gonna get sand in your crotch
0: right. <laughs> i was like who oh, no, know at least go to the rocks like ugh, i don't want sand all over me two in the neil gaiman comic the eternals that i was reading today i was like this is what i thought the plot was gonna be but like let's be real i've read so many comics that i often forget and i forgot like, I was like, oh, maybe I forgot the plot of it. But no, the plot of the Neil Gaiman Eternals is like they are collecting themselves however many years later and their memories have all been erased. And Cersei encounters mm-hmm. Iron Man when like a big whatever is happening and he recognizes her as a former Avenger and she's like, what are you talking about? I'm not a former Avenger because their minds have all been wiped in whatever present day. And that would have made more sense if their minds had been wiped. Yeah. Um. And, like, yeah, I don't. Mm. I, I felt like that would have maybe made the plot make a little bit more sense, mm-hmm. right? If they had been existing with their minds wiped, and, like, say, that scene where Cersei goes to, like, the bus is flipping over and she accidentally turns it into the flowers or whatever, and is like, holy shit, what happened? That would have.
1: I think, worked better, right? Instead, we have Druig in the Amazon as a, <laughs> a, a, an Irishman, uh, enslaving <laughs> <A cool leader. laughs> enslaving an entire native population for centuries, and we never engage with that again. We just know that that's something that happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> and they, they,
0: like, you know, flipped, they, like, slapped his wrist about it and then moved on. <laughs> and like,
2: uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just very confused because I'm like, y'all were wherever you were in the world, knowing that Druid is someplace with these people under his control, and no one thought to say, "Hey, we should let those people live their lives," because you know, like
3: <laughs> Plus, the, the geography did not make sense because he said, "Here, this is the the last for uh, the last jungle y'all left me in," but they were in Tenochtitlan, which is in Central Mexico, and the Amazon is in South America, so I was like, I don't understand.
1: <laughs> it's the Disney understand understanding that. of the planet.
0: No, <laughs> that's <laughs> the
3: Mexico pavilion. <laughs> it's, like, it's not all Mexico down there. Like,
0: <laughs> Alistair, I love when you flex your uh, Mexican roots. Uh, well, I
3: did, I <laughs> noticed that. Like that, the, he just said that, and I was like, that doesn't make sense at all. Like, at <laughs> all. But
0: yeah. So okay. So let's move on to we'll do Druid and Makari. Uh, I did like. Makari I thought it was wild that she didn't come back in the movie to like what the last like in the present day she wasn't
1: in it till what the last like 30 40 minutes yep they gave her basically nothing to do except like be a deaf person on screen, yep. which if to me feels worse than <laughs> not including a deaf. I mean, I'm glad a deaf actor got paid, but right. it feels kind of worse to just be like, because you're deaf, you have basically nothing to weigh in on here. You have, we'll give you a couple lines where you say something that might have been profound in another film, but we don't dwell on it long enough to let it create any cohesive character or relationships. I
2: you. was very much frustrated because where, you know, as they're going from place to place and seeing the, the Eternals and what they've been up to, you know, this one has a family. This one has created slaves. This one is protecting his friend. Um, but it's like, you telling me that Makari just what chilled in the ship till y'all just came and got her. I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to believe that that's not the case, but it was just definitely very lazy. I'm like, this is, uh, uh, I, I, you so many ways to to utilize her and it was just like yeah but then that would actually take work so let's just wait until we're getting closer to the action scene and then you gave her the power to
1: like perceive even vibrations in the air and be anywhere she wants in the world at any time and rather than be like oh she knows where everyone is because she could just you know one day wake up and be like I'm going to check on them and yeah, I'll observe <laughs> I'll observe from the outside what's going on and just keep notes on what everybody's doing that would have made pl- sense for that character and given her some sort of like, and then she could have said like, I'm sick of watching, you know what I mean? Like, just right. because, you know, I, I have, I'm a, a, I have a different way of communicating doesn't mean that I don't have something to say. And that would have been extremely relevant. And, and it felt like, again, a waste of bringing the character into the movie, like save it for the next one. That would have been fine i agree ryan I, I think it was a definite like waste of potential right there
3: especially with her being able to like almost be the connector between all the characters um it, it was a waste of opportunity but i will say when i d- they did come in and i saw her just reading books there's books all around her i was like oh my gosh this is like my heaven <laughs> it really, really is around me. Reading. <laughs> reading all the time
0: I was like, I get it. <laughs> um so yeah and like i druid i this could possibly be projecting but like really red is like an angsty queer to me like the entire time um and in the comics i think he's like a little bit more of the villain i will hands up i didn't finish rereading the neil gaiman eternals graphic novel but he is like kind of the villain and i do i did appreciate that the movie i mean uh, granted they didn't do much with it but like shows that he is Definitely not, like, the A-plus hero, the rest of them. Like, he's not, like, he's, you know, willing to enslave these people, quote-unquote, for, like, the greater good and to, like, whatever. And so we at least made it, like, oh, yeah, this guy's a problem.
1: Um, I mean, shouldn't it have been apparent to them at some point in the thousands of years that, like, my power is mind control? That's definitely not from a good source. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like... (laughs) Plus, they um, look
3: super creepy when they're mind-controlled, like, with their I, dark eyes. I did like
0: that. It did, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... Yeah, I... Uh, again, I... Whatever. Okay, so... <laughs> let's move on to uh, Kingo and... Well, Kuran, we'll throw him in there, because I did really like... I, I thought Kumail was, like, such a great... Great, like, uh, addition to this cast.
1: If he um, wasn't there... I don't know what this movie would have been because right. I, I, the, Ultimately I think what we're saying Because we, we, we've been complaining a lot about The problems of the movie I felt The whole time watching it It's I, we're gonna get Somewhere with all this and I'm having fun on the way And then we didn't get anywhere and that was the problem But I probably wouldn't have felt Like I was having fun going somewhere if It wasn't for his character
2: mm-hmm.
3: yes I loved that he was uh, Vlogging the entire time yes Yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I also, you know, I was kind of scared they were just going to make him comic comic relief, but his power being honestly, you know, a, a pretty powerful one without him having to be, you know, the super strong one. Like, you know, you can definitely right. get the sense of the the Celestials made a, a, a bunch of d- defensive uh, Eternals and then offensive ones um, to kind of help. But he's one of the defensive ones. And while he may not feel he can take on Icardi's, he definitely has one of the better chances um and i love that you know his personality doesn't solely focused on his you know power Mm -hmm. um but the fact that like as charismatic as he is and he's vlogging and he's the star it's like oh but i can absolutely take down a deviant on my own too um and that that made me really excited because we do know how marvel likes to make a comic release of the characters of color and that's all
3: And it was cool because he had like uh like almost uh goku or enemy like chi balls Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. that that he would conjure to do his things or he would or he would just like do shooters and stuff like that and i think that's in some ways his um storyline makes the most sense because like you're there for so much time. It makes sense that you'd want to like kind of leave a legacy and it makes Mm -hmm. sense that you'd want to accumulate some sort of like wealth to be able to make the own changes that you want on the planet. So like, I liked all that and everybody else, like, I don't know. Every, everybody else didn't feel as fulfilled as, as he did. He was happy. He was truly happy.
0: Yeah.
1: Like he was good.
0: They didn't need to get
1: (laughs) it. It did feel a little bit like they, they built up this whole storytelling background for sprite where it's like you will keep the keeper of the legends and teach them of their future ability and then kingo is like and i'm gonna be the one to make movies (laughs) like it felt like maybe that could have they could have tied that together somehow but then they didn't but having said that i think his character made the most sense and was the most human and that was a consequence of the fact that like you just said marvel tends to just make people of color into comic relief as much as that's horrible it did work to the character's advantage in this particular film.
0: Yeah, because I also felt like Karan, while he was kind of the comic relief, I really liked the moment, like, you know, and I'm a grumpy fucking atheist, but I liked the moment when he was leading the prayer for all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was actually, like, a very nice moment, and we didn't make a big deal that uh, they didn't, like, they didn't have to, like, make a big deal that it was, like, this Middle Eastern man who's also a human, he's not even part of their group, but, like, yeah, sure, he can lead the prayer. Like, I thought that was, like, a nice thing and also like i don't know i like when you have like foreign like relatives that maybe like don't speak like english isn't their first language or whatever i feel like there's always there can not always but sometimes be like this is my awkward like aunt being weird carrying the camera everywhere like putting it in your face not understanding the boundaries and i thought they did a good job of that without making like a mockery of him Mm. like they were like, him and Kingo's... Like, the fact that Kingo even brought him along said a lot. Like, I thought it was going to be, oh, we get this guy who says a funny thing and then he's gone. Yeah. But I was I appreciated that Kingo was like, no, 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 he's coming with me. Like, don't smash his camera. Yeah. Like, he is with me. Um, And, like, Kingo did respect him. And even... I forget which battle it is when Kingo, like, after he had yelled at him, he's like, Oh my God, did you get that on camera? And he's like, Sir, I did. Like, I thought that was like really great.
2: (laughs) It's it's funny because it's like, even though Cersei is supposed to be this person with this love of humanity, I honestly feel it came out more through Kingo, which is what made it so weird when he decided to Mm -hmm. leave because he somehow still believes in the mission or whatever. Or, 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 you know, he believes in the Celestials or whatever. But it's just like, he definitely showed to me the most love for humanity than anyone. I, you know, I think you know, Fasto's his love for humanity is more so directly tied to his own family. Yes. But mm-hmm. I do feel like Kingo really has this. You know, I mean, you make movies for humanity for up years, um, and you get to learn to basically meet every generation of people through those movies. Um, you know, he not only with his relationship specifically that was happening. You know, he brought him along, but even when he leaves the set. He has this concern for, but, you know, we just started filming and they depend on me to take care of their families. And it's like that tied more into someone who wants to protect people on this earth. Yeah. Then, and it just was so weird that he would abandon them in that final fight.
3: It it was weird. And it was weird when um, he had that moment with Icarus where he's like, you know, I'll always go where you lead. But I felt like I, I didn't get where he was coming from. You know, it almost seemed like there was supposed to be history or like an extra scene um where he always followed like Icarus and Icarus' lead, and that just didn't happen. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I but I again like he I mean he definitely was one of those characters they let the actor do his thing, right? Like they kind of are like, Yeah, just do your Kumail shtick, and I think it did work. Um which is weird because I do think he definitely falls into the more typical MCU character, right? Because he's like a little shitty is funny isn't taking it too seriously but like in this movie we needed a little bit more of that i thought
1: yeah and he was also very he marvel loves a power fantasy and he was like the one person in the group who was like i'm gonna use all this to my advantage <laughs> and so it was fun because that's what marvel is good at portraying so it was fu- it, it he was the most polished character wise um and obviously camille is so charming that it like can override a lot of problems. Right. But I, 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 it, it sucks that it sucks that like, for perfect example, Don Lee is Gilgamesh, which I know we're not getting to yet, but he's a, he's another person who like the, the level of charm and charisma helped carry that character over the finish line, but it only highlights how charmless Gemma Chan was in this movie. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> i like that we're all not
0: happy about having to like we're all like oh yeah we, we, because we all like
3: Jemma chan we like richard
2: madden <laughs> yeah, you know? I'm hey hey i i do like her i mean i'm i may not be the devout fan um but i'm also just look there are two very pretty people i was very much on board for you know two pretty people just being you know just fucking just that's i was all yeah. for that like you know more of that <laughs> And I was just so disappointed. I was like, I don't understand how how you how you failed the assignment. Um, they did half of it by just looking the way they do. You did. You just had to get it right. to the finish line, and somehow, some way.
0: <laughs> like you already ha- you already a step ahead because you're both so hot. Okay. And then... <laughs> okay. Let's talk about uh, Gilgamesh and Thena. Um, I will say I liked both of them. It is wild to me. That Angelina Jolie, because she is such a presence, was like such a side character. Because um, Thina is one of the main Eternals. Like she, it's like her Icarus and Circe that I think of when I think of the Eternals. Um, and I'm wondering. I w- I kept thinking like maybe it's because she's so famous that they're like, yes, her and Selma Hayek will be in this movie. They will not get all of the lines, but like let's put fame, very famous people in this movie. As like a draw, and so we can use them later if need be. I think yeah. she. I think she still stole every scene
3: mm-hmm. for me. At yeah, least, yes, 100%. And,
1: she, she's a movie star, capital yes. M, capital S, in the way that almost <laughs> no one else in this film is. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like her facial expression, Like like she didn't have to say anything in a scene. All yep. you would get everything from her face, and yep. that was amazing. And I felt <laughs> I, I felt like they uh, actively depowered her, you yeah. know, by doing the the mind. I, I forget what it's called, but the mind weary, yeah, yeah, the Mad weary. Um, I, I felt like they actively depowered her, you know, just to make her not as big of a competitor for like Icarus and stuff like that.
2: I mean, but even that, even her small fight with Icarus, and like when she, she only gets like two lines, and she, he's like, "You don't have to fight me, Thea, Athena's like, "But I always wanted to." It's like that was one. They, yeah. There was more chemistry in those two lines between the two <laughs> yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: if they had given her that attitude the whole movie might have crackled with an energy yep. that it did
0: not yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes yeah because i do feel like they tried to make her more muted but like you said
1: ryan because she is a capital m movie star you can't mute angelina jolie i mean just it, you just can't i it, it was i mean even the scenes where she's like covering her face and in the background i was like well <laughs> can we just like see what's going on over there?" <laughs> it's like band there band there real quick honestly i feel
2: like you know what maybe we should have because clearly she was trying to tell them some stuff and they weren't listening right she was yeah. she was drawing pictures and honestly it, <laughs> <laughs> it also just made sense why she kept attacking other eternals a bit i mean yes because right. confusion but yeah. also because She's used to them being the ones, the ones want to see the. Well, I shouldn't say want to see the, you know their worlds um, destroyed, but doing but it, they're yeah. the ones doing it. So all she knows, even though she has it connected the dots, is they're going to be responsible for this. Stop them. Um, and so, like now, it's all making you know, it's all making sense. But like as some, um, as Ryan said earlier, she her little bit of roles always always stood out. Always understood the assignment, mm-hmm. even if it was just having to have the face of someone who was confused. Um, completely delivered. Um, Even when it came down to the, to the weapons that she can create, they, they dialed it back because she's supposed to be able to be, to do, to do a lot more than that. And it was always sword or shield. And Mm -hmm. um, she is supposed to be a much bigger competitor. Um, but like she's like Wonder Woman, right? Like that's what well, I was going to say, if we don't get a Wonder Woman
1: style w- movie where they just well, all right, fine. She was sad in that movie. We got her on some Zoloft for this one, <laughs> and we're going to give you the Marvel version of Wonder Woman starring Angelina motherfucking Jolie. <laughs> if we don't get that again, the level of waste and yeah. I,
2: at mean, honestly, exactly. I mean, I was really I mean, shouldn't say surprised, but I was also disappointed because another thing that I've always linked with the Eternals and why. You know, I kind of saw it coming with them after Thanos being the big villain is because Thanos is her cousin. So yeah. mm-hmm. they didn't do anything with that at all. And you know You know, <laughs> that was a thing I
0: was wondering because when we get our Harry Styles cameo mm-hmm. and he says he's the brother of Thanos, they like know who Thanos is. And I was like, are we supposed to is like the way they're rewriting this is that Thanos is he an eternal? Because he isn't in the. He's comics, supposed to right? have.
2: So yeah, but like there was this whole thing about why he came out the way that he did. Um, but yeah, he's supposed to have some sort of blood relation, whatever, to them. Um,
0: he's, but he's not like an. He's not like an eternal, right?
2: I I would not like, I wouldn't like call related? him that. But there's just I, I noticed a big ass connection. But okay, like, yeah. you know, if it doesn't have them in in, in spandex, then it kind of goes out my head after a certain amount of <laughs> years. But I know yeah. I wouldn't refer to him as an Eternal, but I know whatever went into creating them, it has some involvement with him on some level.
0: Wait, actually, I think one of the trades, so I have two. I think the other one I have has a chart. Does it have a chart? Hmm.
3: Um, as a family tree,
0: <laughs> I remember scenes. seeing I know, family tree. I
2: know that Harry Styles' character is his brother, and I know that Theta yeah. is his cousin. Those are those are two things I definitely know. <laughs> That's what we know. Oh, he's <laughs> he's, he's, he's 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 a tr- okay. There we go, eternal deviant. He's an eternal deviant warlord mm-hmm. from Moon Titan. Oh, that okay.
3: makes sense for like how he looks. And then Theta, I, I, like, I liked her interactions with each character, it seems like very like, specific to each character, and I've I loved her interaction with uh, the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Knifing, the
0: orange. I like that one. I also, like, I think if they do this again, she would make sense more to be in the leader role. Yeah. Um, yes. Like you said, Ryan, put her on some Zoloft, we're good, we're, we got rid of the weariness or whatever, and, like, just, like, let her be... Because she is, she's Angelina Jolie and she's commanding no matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, she was really good in this role. And I felt like, I mean, I guess this is kind of the problem they encountered with Wanda in the earlier movies, right? It's like, you can't just have her beat everyone constantly. There's gotta be like... You gotta have her knocked out, because otherwise everyone's done in two seconds, because it's fucking That's
1: why at the beginning of every Metroid game, like, Samus loses all her powers, because, like, <laughs> what would you do?
2: <laughs> I mean, I will um, so also... I, uh, oh, sorry. You keep, keep going. No. Don't go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, another thing is just that, and I hate to go back. I just... Because I kind of skipped over it with Makari, but since the scene also happens to do with Dina in that both when Dina loses um, Gilgamesh and... She's like, I'm gonna kill that specific deviant. I mm. don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna solve our problems here, but whatever the hell happens, I'm killing him before it ha- anything else. The rest of the world can can dest- be destroyed, but he's dying at my hands, type of thing. And that sort of, you know, like that feeling of like whether you think their relationship was platonic or romantic, that love is very much personified in her conc- in in her you know her desire there and in the same breath when makari thinks that Icarus killed Druig she goes she loses her mind she she yeah. completely he doesn't even get a hit in he doesn't get to get up he she is absolutely wailing on him and like that emotion from the two of them as well like and these are two characters that really don't get that many moments to shine as they should have um but those two moments of like, we're just not two women who are to be messed with. Um, And it just completely draws out not just the power, but the emotion that comes out of it. Because so far, so much of the main characters have been, in my opinion, emotionless. And so to see that kind of like switch from these two characters, from these relationships that haven't been as defined, it was like, you know, that was just a whole other component, but her taking, and then, you know, of course, like when he's trying to trick her, Fina um, specifically, because, you know, she's confused as to if it's really him and if it's not. And then she comes back to herself to kill him, you know, because of his last words to her as well. Um, like that emotion right there, like if I, if I walked away from anything else with it, like that carried most of the film than than what the main plot line was.
0: Yeah. I, I actually, the deaths of the characters never really hit me. It was more the reactions the other characters
1: had that like hit me. Then, but they also kept saying, I mean, on the topic of the deaths, they, they kept saying, we were never really alive, we're robots, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And part of me was like, okay, well then fix them. <laughs> like, if, <laughs> like, are they dead then? Then I'm not clear on like, if they were never alive, they can't die. Then, and is this unfixable? Because it feels like fastest could have... I don't know, done some surgery. I, I, it felt, I kept thinking, oh, well, they're not dead. Like, they'll be back. Like, they're not just going to be dead. And then they burned them, their bodies, and spread the ashes. And I was like, well, now they definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> oh I,
3: I kept on thinking, well, they have a bunch of, like, spare androids somewhere. So I, I feel like they could explain, like, Ajax coming back for some reason. And all their memories were in the ship,
0: right?
1: Like, so, right. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, okay, so... Let's talk about sama Hayek's Ajak. Uh, I did... I And this is just me, but, like, I, I don't know if you have this, Alistair. Like, when there's, like... I feel like I get... I always... I'm, like, very mother... Like, I get, like, a motherly feel from her all the time. But just because of, like, that's how the Hispanic women are in my family. Like, very, like... You know, I, I think of, like, that scene where she's... I forget what outfit she's wearing and her boobs look ridiculous. In, like... She's wearing, like, an open blazer with a button-up that's, like, a little bit down... Um, and I can always remember my mom like being like, That's how we dress, Ian. Like when I like I as a kid, I would always be like, Mom, your boobs are kind of out. Um, so I always get like a motherly feel from a Hispanic woman who isn't afraid of that shit. Um and I really liked Selma Hayek in this. I found her death like weirdly brutal compared yeah. to the rest. Yeah.
3: It it definitely was. And I I I was I, I think that, that I was most shocked by them killing her off so early. Because yeah. like you have some heck. and you're just going to yeah. kill her off. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that she got kind of scenes throughout the movie. So she wasn't like completely yeah. gone, but it just felt like a waste for me. But at the same time, like it felt like a waste, especially since we didn't have an emotional connection to her besides the fact that she's some heck.
1: Right. Well, I would say that, that 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 was a case of them knowing how to perhaps – it was a waste, obviously. But I do think that it was a case of them knowing, all right, well, we have this smaller role that needs to have a lot of presence in a short amount of time. We need to find a capital M, capital S right. movie star <laughs> because otherwise it won't work. And I, I think that she did what she could with the role, and I definitely think she shined in it. But it also, like you said, it felt a little – It's the first movie directed by a woman of color, starring a woman of color, and then a woman of color is just, like, brutally ripped apart or whatever, and I was like, oh, I don't
2: know about this one." Like,
0: I didn't love Richard Madden just, like, watching her get, like, ripped apart and, like, her dead body thrown across the ice. I was like, oh, I don't feel good about this. Mm
2: -mm. (laughs) I mean, also, what, I don't know, we don't have, I'm trying to think of Latino superheroes in the MCU. Yeah. Um, I always I always think of Tracy Jordan on 30 Rock
0: being like, why aren't there any Puerto Ricans in uh, Star Trek? I'm just saying, I'm just <laughs> saying, uh, and, you
2: know, you gave that representation for them and then you ripped it from them within 30 minutes of the film. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, for the most diverse film of the MCU, that wasn't a good thing to do, but okay. I mean. Right. I guess that's the problem you
0: encounter when you're making it like the most diverse, but you're also killing a lot of the characters. It's like, ooh,
1: well... It's why me. you should maybe be diverse from the beginning. Right. So that when Captain Marvel comes out, everything that has ever... Women have ever respe- resented... Uh, blah, everything that every woman has ever represented does not need to fall on the shoulders of this one young blonde white woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe if you had been diverse from the beginning or had rolled out multiple like characters with some kind of Latin background across the franchise it wouldn't feel so weird when you ripped her to fucking yeah. <laughs>
0: God. Uh, but yeah no i did think she was i mean like you said ryan she is also a movie star she was good um it was like i i did think she might come back somehow because i i don't know why but when the trailers were out i thought angelina jolie was going to be the bit part just because she wasn't as represented in a lot of the, like, promos, and we kept getting that one scene of her eyes turning white while she's, like, holding a sword. Mm -hmm. I thought she was going to be the, like, capital M movie star who ends up dying and is, like, the catalyst for X,
1: Y, and Z happening. It's also kind of like Drew Barrymore in Scream, where you're like, at this point in your career, I don't buy that you spent that much time on set, but apparently she did, so good for her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering that. I was like, I wonder how many people were like, mm, I'm too famous and I don't care how many millions you throw at me. You only have me for this time.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I have to get back to my vacation.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm good. I don't need your five bajillion dollars. <laughs> um, God, who else? Who else? Uh, is it? Oh, Sprite. we can talk about Sprite. I thought Sprite was kind of one of the weaker links. Maybe the linker. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, like I definitely felt for her,
3: like her yeah. not being able to grow up. I, I, I think that's horrible. It's completely horrible, especially her having very adult feelings while being in a juvenile body. I think right. That, like
0: if you have the kid yes. feelings, it's like, all right. <laughs>
3: and, 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 and it's, it's, it's very hard to... I, I, I think the director did a good job of like treading that and it could have been like very bad done right, Yes, and I thought it was like okay done, um, and I mean that's I mean that's basically it. Like I, I I didn't get so much of a feeling about it. I know she created illusions, and I think they could have done more with that. They even ha- she even made that illusion of her and um, Ajax, you know, dancing in the kitchen. Yeah, and I felt like that could have been a more emotional punch than it was. And for some reason, it just didn't. I just didn't feel
1: it. I thought when Sprite <laughs> left with Icarus at the end and was like I'm going with you I I thought we were going to get a reverse where everyone's like well she loves him so that she's on his side but really what she was doing was going to be creating illusions so that he was busy thinking he was fighting or doing something Mm -hmm. that he wasn't doing um, and that she was going to buy them time and have some kind of redemption in the end and no they didn't do that (laughs)
0: <laughs> Instead, she stabbed Cersei. Yeah.
1: yeah, Just she did a full like Game of Thrones. Like, eh, all it took was one, and now I'm good. <laughs>
2: no. Um. I also, but that was another thing about like if Kingo hadn't told us that she had feelings for, um, I- um, Icarus, I would not have known. I would never pick up <laughs> on he's
0: it. He's like, don't you all notice, done um, It's like, no, I don't fucking like, know. no. I
2: don't fucking know shit. What the hell are you talking about? They didn't give us nothing. They didn't show anything in like you know. They didn't show anything from the past. To maybe, yeah. you know, show that, like, you know, when the rest of the world is treating her like a kid, he does. I was really expecting that. We didn't get shit. I'm like, did you just like him because he's attractive? I mean, I'll give it to you, cause same, But, like, yeah.
1: um, <laughs> I get it. But, you know, they just did not. <laughs> but without the emotional component, it it's even more uncomfortable it's even more uncomfortable because then it's like, well, I guess you're just sexually, Ooh, you're kid. <laughs> like yeah. it, 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 yeah. it, 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 your leap, it, you can't be like, wow, it's a crush. Like we all have crushes at that early, like yeah, between age. And, and I totally understand how she could be en- enraptured in this person that treats her with respect, but no,
2: she was just like, oh you're hot And it's like oh, don't make kids anymore. yeah i mean but and, and it's like they just but they just did not show it to us i just really hate any movie where i have to be told is going on because you're not doing a good job of showing me and it's like yeah. you know you have kingo having to drive that that point home because you cannot i mean i guess i sort of understand why they can't show it but it's like they didn't even take you know like a you know the sort of Not that I want them to, yeah, you know, like that sort of juvenile crush when like someone older is really nice to someone who's younger. So naturally, you know, they're, they're maybe looking at them in a different way that they're not supposed to. And I'm like, I'm like, it's it's a, it's a difficult position because I don't want to infantilize her because she is supposed to be, you know, a grown ass woman, not just grown, but 7,000 years old, but like, not just (laughs) you know, I get it, but it's still like, they didn't even take it from a, he's the only person who treats her a certain way. Cause even in the scene when gilgamesh you know jokes about oh i gave you you know child f- uh, the alcohol free drink too uh uh sprite you know and everyone's laughing a bit at her he doesn't eat. It's not even like uh icarus is the one who's like don't treat her that way don't do that don't also why do that
1: like right she, she, I- could, she lives forever yeah she's gonna be fine <laughs> like, against the wall and like there better be fucking alcohol
2: okay i want to is- fucking create an illusion now you guys don't know if you're fucking eating food or drinking poison have fun.
1: Right. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> my shit.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I,
0: I thought of that. Um. Uh. Ryan and that Anya line where she's like, "I'm seven thousand years old. Just give me a freaking beer." Like. Yeah. Oh
3: yes, yes, yes. It, it was definitely like that. And it almost like even going back to a uh, Invincible. Um. Gosh. What Monster Girl? Oh yeah. Who has kind of like oh, a, yeah yeah similar oh, thing where, where where she's younger than she's act- she actually is. And I'm like that's a t- it's a terrible. I think they they. You know, they wanted to make this kind of like an Oscar contending like movie. I think they had a lot of meat there in that storyline that they didn't chase. I'm kinda of sad that they didn't.
0: So now we should get to Is Faustos the only one left? I think so, I think so. right? Yes. Okay, because I will say
3: is I he, thought he was you fantastic.
0: Know. Mm-hmm. No, I loved him. I the scene and this is like, I feel like it's so cheesy. And of course, Ian had a lot of feelings, but like where we get to see him just exist as a gay man. And like you said, Ryan, he's like heavy. He's black. He's not just like, like, I feel like in like a stupider, it would have been Richard Madden, who like, you know, the like jacked white guy with abs. That would be no going
1: in. And I was shocked to find out that Richard Madden wasn't the first gay representation,
0: <laughs> right? Because like, he is gay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, hands up. Uh, not confirmed. Uh, but I I that's like who they normally cast, right? Especially if it's like sci-fi or superhero. Like that's normally what we get. And I love the fact that he was also anxious as fuck, because I relate. Like him being a helicopter parent, that's how I am with my nephew. Like when me and my nephew are out, I make him hold my hand and he's always like, I don't want to hold your hand. I'm like, too bad you have to, because <laughs> I get nervous. <laughs> and like I just loved like he felt like a gay character written by a gay person not a gay character written by a straight person which alistair is what your husband said when we covered halloween kills he felt the gay couple felt like they were written by straight people and i could see that and this felt at least to me like a gay character written by a gay person yeah it uh,
1: felt like a gay character's backstory written by a gay person and then a a gay person um uh and i i I don't know i actually don't know if the actor how the actor identifies, but uh, a gay person sort of interpreting it. But I do think it felt edited by Disney. Very Like I could feel the things they they weren't saying. Like, I love my family and my spouse and husband. You're Mm -hmm. like, all right, that's a weird way to say it, but
3: okay. It's it's definitely within like a heteronormative, like... They definitely wanted to plant it like that. I will say I did like the gay couple in Halloween Kills, even though my husband didn't. But oh. um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I liked that we saw him. I, I didn't think that we were going to get as much of the gayness that we did in this movie. I was mm-hmm. very happy that we did. And I will say that when they kissed, um, I was in a full theater, which is great for watching a big movie like this. But the people behind me were like, ugh, why this? And my husband did a clear exorcist twist just to like look at them and it was like, it, it, it was a moment it was a moment cuz it was the first time like an MCU movie had done something so blatant yeah they always i'm not try joking, the right people. though
2: they don't ever do that with me i'm you know and i always wish they would <laughs> cuz i would love to make a scene cuz you mean to tell me you just watched that bland ass sex scene 40 minutes ago and didn't say a thing but this this right here is what you want to look at did you not see like they just showed us two tops fucking humping each other and this this is what you cause a scene about they always pick the right people I mean and not even say like the right people because it's not it's not but it's like you know it's like Oh, I'm very much notorious for causing a scene. Oh, I would have turned that place up. Oh my God. I would have just told everyone, don't worry about it. Your movie tickets are on me, but this is about to be the new show because I am about to create one. Welcome to your movie. <laughs> well, the
3: thing is, they had more chemistry in that one kiss than they yes. had the
2: everything. Nice. Even, with, even going back to what you were saying about editing, you know, because even yeah. in the scene where his, her, where his husband comes out, and you know he picks up on you need, you have to do this. You need, you, like, what are you talking about? You're not going to go out yeah. and, and save the world. You, like, we want to see him grow up, right? Well, that means you have to do this. And I could tell, first of all, Brian Terry Henry, who plays um, Fastos, he never uh, he never misses the assignment. He never. He has never been given. He's it so good. Okay. Um, he also <laughs> played the father in Into the Spider Verse. You you would swear like he just decided to fucking morph into an animated character and deliver. But um, <laughs> you know, I could tell there was probably more chemistry. I mean, I know I keep bringing up the lack of chemistry in the main character in the main characters, but like you could tell they needed to edit the chemistry that was probably there in that short scene to not have it be too romantic. Um, right. And you know, it's, it's, it definitely gave me a sense. And it also back to even the humanity part, you know, this is someone who's also gives up on humanity at some point, even though it was for awful fucking reasons that I don't really want to get too much into because then I'm just going to get into a tirade against Disney. Um, but you know, he gives up and it makes sense that the person who basically creates technology would give up. They didn't need to use Hiroshima. Like, they did. Like, they really did. We really that did. That was it. a okay. lot to invoke. That
1: was a lot to pull
2: up. <laughs> oh, we yeah.
1: The
2: man who created uh, technology, seeing humans use it to just do awful things, you did not need to 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 to, to use this exclusive event for that. We've we've done that. We've done that last <laughs> week. You didn't have to do that. Should have put him at the introduction of the iPhone. Okay, that exactly. Been- <laughs> exactly. Um. <laughs> And, but that being said, you know, him being drawn back to humanity because of the own, his own life that he's built within the the, the thousands of years, you know, that was another thing of like, okay, this, this, I am convinced, even though it's maybe for more selfish purposes, that's fine because like him finding that and realizing all the other people out there who have that and don't want to lose it is enough without having to do too much. And I actually believed it when he left and went off to, to help given, you know, the Fucked up uh, circumstances that they put him
3: in. Yeah, because um, it, he did it for his family at the end of the day. And like, I, I I was super analyzing every single scene with him and his husband to see if it could be edited out of the movie.
2: Yeah. And it it
3: definitely could be. It definitely could be. Um, everything could have been edited out and still been like, okay, we just don't get this in depth stuff. I definitely think they will for the, you know, yeah. China release.
0: I, I was thinking that they'll probably just cut out that backstory and just have him be there.
1: I was going to say, and this is how I'm so glad this is being recorded. I have uh, been, I've seen every Marvel movie, almost every Marvel movie in theaters, um, and actually did see every single one in one marathon go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the story you did. of that is also available in Spider best. <laughs> However, <laughs> I dropped my phone and missed the first gay kiss on the screen <laughs> That's because I leaned over to pick up my phone. That's how quick it happened. And my husband was like, how, how? And I was like, I don't know. And I was so mad. So right. I have still not seen anything gay. I, horrible, horrible,
2: horrible. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> i
0: cried i cried when they kissed i'm not gonna lie i cried i was like this is such a big deal like i was like immediately emotional because i was just like man i've been reading comics for like my entire life and like north star was such a big deal for me even though he was like "Must such a good moment for you ian <laughs> <laughs> and, like it was like "See, he was like c-list at best especially in the 90s like he came out then alpha flight was canceled and then we didn't really see him again and like I just like I was like man I love this and like I cried I it was good I I liked it and I cannot believe you dropped your fuck yep, right. yeah Jesus that's Christ. what I did fucking <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> infuriating <laughs> but yes I did think oh they'll definitely just cut them walking up to his house and cut after the kiss and then just like he will be there and that's how they'll do it um so. <clears throat> I guess we should talk about uh well let's talk about the two cut scenes the credit scenes we got um we get harry styles which was it spoiled for everyone it was spoiled for me mm-hmm. like yeah. when that
3: first mm-hmm. yeah
1: log headlines <laughs> yeah. It was spoiled but i
3: still loved it
1: i you know i liked it I my husband good. had no idea and i got to watch someone like be surprised and he was like what is that <laughs> is happening like he's a pop music person so yeah. he was just like freaking out and i was like oh well this would have been nice if i had that moment right well, <laughs> i was just waiting for it because i knew what was happening
0: harry styles keeps glowing up
1: it's oh, crazy yeah. it's you actually crazy just he well, all i need him to do is come out and suck a dick or something and then i can be fully on board right now i'm like come on just just one
0: <laughs> just one <laughs> yeah i thought i thought he was good uh ashley what'd you think
2: um definitely it was spoiled for me because um i followed too many marvel fans um yeah. and so i completely knew but that was the start of me uh muting everything eternals related i had to tell my friend i have to meet harry styles i'm so sorry um because i have two <laughs> friends who are really big fans of his um and i was like i have to mute all of this or i'm gonna know this entire movie before i go to the theater um I mean, I'm. I was also really happy to finally see Pip the Troll, um, who's another yes. big, another big character uh, who we've been waiting for, especially you know with the Guardians and things like that. Uh, so I'm really, it's it's. I, I'm seeing him also thought about just how different this phase is. Like before, MCU yeah. took a bunch of no names or people who just were doing B list movies and turned them right. into household names. Um, and, you know, you don't even me wrong. We had our A-listers here, but for the most part, the people, you know, carrying the films were people restarting their careers or the people who really didn't get their right. lead shot. And now, I mean, my this big ass poster of Chris Evans looking at me will tell you what has happened. And <laughs> then, you know, now, you know, with the Selma Hayaks and Angelina Jolie's and now Harry Styles, who we know is going to be coming in. And then, you know, even right. knowing like a Mahershala Ali, um, who, mm-hmm. you know, not too... Jump the gun we'll to the there. second, you know, but yeah, well, so we'll get there. But, you know, knowing who's going to be now in these next sets of films, it's like, damn, how is how is MCU going to get them to... I mean, well, I guess, you know, Kevin has already kind of let us know he's not doing the same thing with the stars yeah. as he was before, where they are going to be carrying so much. Because I'm like, I just can't believe Harry Styles is going to be able to give that type of time commitment, right? yes. being the level yes. of a pop star <laughs> that he is. But he has a really big role. So it's like, I am just... Stunned as to how he's going to make this work or the MCU is going to be able to make this work with him specifically.
1: I think we've changed a little bit though. Like we, we see less of the stars being trotted out to every press junket and every live event mm-hmm. and every, yeah. like we see less of it just maybe in a post COVID sense. But also, I mean, Brie Larson was a perfect example of like, I, they they just got her in a room and they were like, all right, we're going to shoot like 90 different things and sprinkle <laughs> the rest movies. Um, and i think they're coming up with solutions to those problems i'm interested to see if i'll be able to notice that if the production is being treated yeah. differently but if the press cycle at least lets up because they're such big stars they don't need to do as much press um that might create an opening for people to have opportunities to do roles that might necessarily they've been, been disqualified for in the past mm. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I don't want to I'm very excited by Harry Styles. I think he's an artiste. Oh, an absolutely. E. I, absolutely. I think he's great. However, I, as much as I know she's a good actress, I, let's not put Ariana Grande in the Marvel Cinematic Universe no. just oh yet. Like, I don't want to get a little too, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. Don't <laughs> don't and, like, SZA versus it. Ariana okay. Grande in the new Right. Yeah. <laughs> Although you, SZA as Storm.
3: <laughs> you just put it out there. I'm going to knock on wood for you. Um, <laughs> But I I, I I really loved it, though. I thought that the CGI for
0: Patton Oswalt's character was kind of subpar for what I was expecting. I You know, I will say, I forgot to mention this, some of the CGI in this movie for me, I could see it. Like, I could see the edges, and his was one of them. I don't know, which is weird, right? Because, like, Rocket looks great and all that. Like, I don't think Rocket Raccoon ever looks super cgi he looks great and Groot looks great but i did think Pip as a full C- clear CGI character looked like
1: a CGI character? It looked like a character that's still in process for another movie, like how yeah. the Sonic mm-hmm. the Hedgehog we saw yeah. the trailer <laughs> was not the one we got. I felt like it was like you know V one, and we'll just we'll, we'll do a couple shots. We'll not not a ton of screen time, and we'll put him in the
2: shadows. <laughs> <You know? laughs> to be fair, remember our first introduction what to Thanos was a post credit scene, and what we saw that yeah. first time was vastly was, different yeah. from what we got. So I do think that that'll be. The case here. I'll was just revise actor. it for the Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I so I because I thought him and then the scene when it's lift when uh, the the Deviant is lifting up Salma Hayek. Those were the two scenes that felt a little like ooh, we need a little more time on these scenes. <laughs> like we just looked a little too CGI. I thought the de-
1: deviants in general were a little slippery looking, like a little yeah. a little sleek. I was like, this is a little Transformers early films for me. Yes. Ooh, but, yeah, but that said other parts of the effects I thought were unbelievable. (laughs) Like, there was a lot of stuff being done with the backgrounds and with set pieces that I was like, this is indistinguishable. This is lovely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Also, before we get to the second, I gotta point out I saw Bill Skarsgård's name in the credits, and I was like, who the fuck was he in this movie? (laughs) I had no idea he was even in the movie because I think that man is gorgeous, but like, of course I do. He's tall, looks like he could be a murderer. Um, But uh, Do we all know that he played that one deviant that had the like talking lines? I did find I that
1: out that that's what it was.
2: Because I, I too, yeah, I saying. found that out because
1: he he always plays those roles where it's like a horrifying creature, and I'm mm-hmm. like, just let him be in the movie as himself. Yeah,
0: but that that I that character was like CGI. Like I I I just was trying to imagine like when they needed him on set because that character was just like a CGI goop. Uh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, could have just done the line read.
2: Yeah. Cause I, guess, I, yeah. I only, only, I just assumed, cause I was like, okay, you know, he's had such a big name that they do have to make sure his name is seen before the, the, the rest of the credits. Um, yeah. but I saw his name and was like, hold up. Now I know he's notorious <laughs> for putting on some makeup and trying to hide and some shit, but like, I, I think I would have picked, cause I'm basically in love with the entire scar family. They just all are very much attractive people. Um, But yeah, I didn't. I I like. I was very much taken aback, and I was like, he had to voice something. Um, and then yeah. went and googled, it and I was like, okay, that makes sense. Of course, he would take on a scary role. He doesn't believe in anything normal. So, like, um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <The first laughs> of
1: probably many. We're <laughs> being honest. MCU is getting more comfortable with reusing actors, mm-hmm. and. I think hopefully they'll he's so talented. I hope that they find other uses for him. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: yeah. Um so let's talk about the final the the post-credits scene. Um I knew I didn't know that we would get this in this movie. I wasn't expecting Dane Whitman to like
1: kind of step up. Um I was like why is he here if we're not going to get anything and it ends
2: up just for this final yeah, scene they yeah.
1: hire Kit <laughs> Harrington. <laughs>
2: I'm going to be honest, I- yeah, I was a little upset because I was I, he was a big reason I was going to to see the Eternals because I felt like they had hidden him in the trailer. So I was like, oh, they don't want us to know. Like, he's going to just come out and he's going to, you know, yeah. I just I just knew it was coming. And I'm like, once the film was wrapping up, I was like, all right, he's definitely just going to be a post-credit scene. Um, <laughs> and I was kind of, I was like, God, I mean, thank you for introducing us to him, but damn, you didn't have him right. do anything to wonder why, like, all his press was like, I ain't got no powers. I'm like, I'd be (laughs) mad too.
1: (laughs) Well, I thought for a movie that was all about how humanity was worth saving and all this stuff. I thought, okay, well, we've got a hero here who has no powers. Maybe he'll like Wonder Woman in, but the opposite, he'll come in and his humanity will be the, nope. (laughs) Nope. 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 Nope, He's just dating. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And I did, I wasn't sure
0: who the, I, I thought that's who the voice was. It was funny. The, the group of people behind me were like that's wesley snipes and i was like this is not wesley no. Snipes, but i think it's marshall ali but i wasn't sure and then i like saw that clothes on like officially said it was uh, I, saw, I, saw,
3: I saw a tweet that it was jennifer coolidge stop <laughs> <laughs> and i like um, that idea
0: you ready it's,
1: for that big boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> it did feel a little bit and i guess maybe this is my like you know I, we've all heard these complaints a million times that people like be like, "Oh, all the Marvel movies just stood up for the next movie," but this one, like, very especially the end, I didn't realize till I read a negative review that the Celestial captured them. I thought it was just like you will be up for review and then sent them back to Earth. I didn't realize it like left oh, with Cersei I, I and got King. That. It
1: took me a second, but then I was like, "Oh, they're not coming back." No, well, I, I, I got that. Especially when the boyfriend was like, "Hey, uh, she's gone," and everybody's like, "Where did they take him?" And then I was like, "Okay, yeah." I, I really, but I could it, see how it didn't read because it didn't it didn't register for me until like thirty seconds after that. I was like, "Oh, no one's coming back." Okay, and it happened so fast. Yeah, um, and I, I get that they were trying to go for the
0: Jack Kirby-ness of it all, but when they have them zoom into the air, it did not look great. Oh,
1: my husband me. did not understand that that was a different celestial. He was very confused. He was like, well, "I thought they beat it," and I was like, "No, <laughs> no, that's different," and he was like, "Oh, well, I don't like that." I was like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> um. All right. Well, I guess we're here at the end. Uh, Alistair, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene was
3: um, Angelina Jelena Estina against that big deviant in the cave.
1: All right. Mm. Yeah, I did like that scene. Uh, Ryan? Oh, wow. My favorite scene. Um. That's tough. I would say Angelina Jolie as Thena when she was spreading the ashes. I thought that was beautiful and touching. And perhaps just because I've been through a couple deaths in my family recently and bringing it down. Um, I thought it was very right. touching. And I and I I kept thinking, God, someone is doing so much acting and they're giving her no time. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley?
2: Uh, definitely McCarty beating the shit out of uh, Icarus um, after she mm. thinks he's killed Druig. And everyone's like two seconds into having a big monologue. And she said, no, 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 no talk. (laughs) She just starts wailing. (laughs) She's like, no, 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 none of that. Um, And she just starts wailing on him. He doesn't get a second moment. Hell, he has to freaking thank the Deviant. He saved, (laughs) he damn near saved him. Um, So yeah, I definitely think, even though she definitely deserved a lot more screen time and a lot more um, moments, that she gave us a lot of emotion in that scene um, than others, and we'll leave it at that.
0: Um yeah, my, my favorite scene was Faustus and his like home life and seeing first like gay kiss and gay people getting to exist in the Marvel universe. Like that all made me so emotional. Um it again, I it again just made me think like this should have been a Disney Plus series and each character should have gotten their own yep. full 45-minute episode, and then we could have got that end, and it didn't matter if, you know, they didn't have a lot of speaking lines in the end because we already got like a full Yes. 40 minute story, and that would have, I think, worked.
1: And um, and and we could have had the fun, like, you son of a bitch, I'm in at the end of every right. episode. Yes. But I also, before I forget, um, I should have said uh, tied with my Angelina Jolie spreading the ashes was the Bollywood number. That was yeah. that was lovely. Yeah. That was yes. really good
0: yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you all for joining me. Thank you all for listening. If you like Slayerfest 98, you can find us on social media at SlayerFestX98. You can find us on iTunes, or you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and a bunch of other places you get your podcasts. You can support us on Patreon, where you can listen to our Harley Quinn and Firefly coverage. Uh, I'm covering some stuff with my mother, who is has big opinions about everything and is 75. Um, and uh it, any support is much appreciated. If you want to follow me, I am at ianxcarlos on all social media. Alistair, where can everyone find you? I'm at Alistair J. Patton on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.
3: And I'm Al- Alistair reviews
0: it on YouTube. Ashley, where can everyone find you?
2: Uh, you can follow me, Ashley K. Smalls, on Twitter and TikTok, which is where I make most of my content. And my blog, Brooklyn Blurred, will be back up and running in about a month. So feel free to check that too.
1: Nice. And Ryan, where can everyone find you? I'm at Ryan Houlihan on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find the Tomorrow Podcast with me and my co-host Joshua Topolsky in um, anywhere you found this podcast, and you could hear my unhinged communist ranting. (laughs) All right, everyone.
0: Uh, We'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.